This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This manager who's never played the game, who's currently managing football but never played the game in, in one of the things. I don't know if there is one, to be fair. No. no. Uh, I agree with what Dan Riggs says. I agree with what Frankie says. It, you know, Cav and Aldo are, uh, are pulling... You know, they're, they're, they're in charge, mate, and that's it. Always yeah. has been. And you're not going to change it. Who did Graham Potter play for? Yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know. No, he didn't play, did he? I don't think he's played he at played, all. He did, he did play at, like, quite. he played at quite a low level. I'll find out now. He did play, but it was a... He played at Birmingham. It was maybe yeah. a bit hot. Maybe that's, a good, that's a good question there, isn't it? Jonathan Fraser's put, the question is, did Aldo hire Edwards for the good of Millwall? Or for the good of Edward's career? <laughs> well, for the good of Aldo's, by the sounds of it, as well. Do you know what I mean? Because then he, he he's safe, isn't he? As long as yeah, Edward's so there, he's it safe. Looks, it looks like this one here is just a troll. So, um, yeah, we're just... Uh, fuck them off. <laughs> so they're gone. <laughs> I do like it when trolls come near because I have a power to just ban you and I don't care. It's okay. <laughs> Can I ask what we do with Norton Cuffey for the rest of the season? Do we start him in front of Danny Mack and just see what happens? Because That's, those are our it, two guys. Does it jeopardize the development of SA and Amaku or Mayer? If, uh, if it jeopardizes their development, then there's an argument no. It's, it's not our player. It's about staying up. up. It's about staying up. I, 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 I yeah. can't play Wrexham next year. I'm not mentally prepared for that. There, there was there was a there was a fault that I had a few you know when things were going well was that during the summer I mean even in January I'd be picking the phone up to Arsenal going right how much do you want in the summer or will you let him come back to us and for right. next season on loan like get that done now but the way it's panning out now is he'll be going back and that'd be the last we see of him um, and as you said the development of the players that we've got. Do, do we jeopardise that? We've already been Edwards has already been jeopardising it with your likes of your Longmans coming on and you know people like, in, instead of Maya and 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 our young players that we've got we're already jeopardising it ourselves without that. What point does it get to where we say right we we can now start to bring these players through and play them in the positions that they're meant to be in because they want to be at the club and they're here on long term contracts not 
hot guns for hire and not players that are, that are going to be leaving the club in six months. They don't care what league we're in. They're not going to be here. And this is the problem we've got. We've got too many loans and too many players out of contracts. That squad was full of them today. Full of them. Without a care in the world. And the only ones who did put the effort in, Danny Max, the people that are under contract. Your SAs, your remarkers really yeah. come on. Players that know they're going to be here that think, I want to play in the championship next season. And the only way I'm going to do that is with Millwall. I've, they're not thinking like that, these other players. Zian's got a year left on his deal. It's that I think that is a massive problem that should have been addressed a long, long time ago. In January, the beginning of the season. I mean, I agree with you on that. I mean, let's let's go back onto onto that on, onto that subject there. Is that we we've got obviously potentially ten players this season what are going to be going at the end of the season? Five on loan and five thereabouts. I think that's right, isn't it, Dan? Um, what are out on loan? And yeah, we've got five players on loan. Yeah, I don't know then, exactly that contract, but, but that sounds about right. Why have we never really, under Rowett and, and now under Edwards, why is it that we've never really gone out of our way to replace Harris's team or, or players from, from when Harris was here? Which is what? Three managers ago, which is what? Yeah. Six years ago now? Yeah. Five, six years ago? Yeah. Why have we still got players? Why do we still seem to keep hold of players... Uh, is it? Do we need to show him loyalty, or or, or what we is it? We show too much loyalty. Because yeah. that's why we're in this position. That's why we're in this position now because we've showed too much loyalty and we're totally still carrying some shit from other squads. Yeah. Someone put it in the comments earlier. We still got like six players from Harris days in the yeah. squad. That that back four today was Har the back four at the end of the game. Day was Harris's team. That's yeah, Harris's like, back four. Stephen and them were talking about it on the last show. It, it, you got to replace something, and they haven't replaced shit. No, nothing. How nothing. many teams nowadays have that longevity with players? Players move on all the time. And mm. these other teams around us have seen the light, and they're starting to sell high, whereas we're buying low. And these players are getting to a point where we, we can't recoup anything for them. Right? They'll either sign a new deal here, and they just die at the den, or they leave on a free. And we, we, we're not in a progression where we have a system in place where it's bring someone through, they do really well, they help us in the league, and then we move them on. And we do it like a checkout. It's like we've bought, we are, you're here for life. There's always been this stigma around me, all that we haven't got the money to compete with other clubs. We haven't got this. We have to, you know, rely on finding talents and keeping hold of them, long-term deals. That's still the case to some extent, but we are not in a, we're not as a club in as we're not a club at the moment in a progressive frame of mind. We're still oh. living six years ago. Cooper, Hutchinson, Danny Mack, um, Bierkowski to some extent, it's been a long time, Saville. You know, most Bradshaw, th this whole squad is old, it's outdated, and it's been in systems that no longer work and they don't know how to adapt to someone coming in with a young, progressive, forward-thinking way of playing football. And the people they've brought in are Kevin Nisbet, who, if I may, a former teammate of his, described him to me as light glass. So this yeah, has been a thing. That. that was five years we, ago that he played with them. And he's still and, he's and like, that's the that. glassiest guy I've ever played with. That's what we have. Well, we won't be seeing him again this season. Let's be, oh. let's be realistic. No. I mean, look at Brian. We brought Brian in to replace oh, Wallace. Him. Injured himself, kicking a ball, and quite shot, you know, the Sakamoto. And then basically now he's missing three. To me... If that was a player that wanted to play for the badge, he wouldn't have done that. 
Because no. that bullshit apology afterwards oh, is all about him, not about us. That's I think that was the worst thing about the whole incident. Was I, that hate him I think, that's, I think that's just to protect his Costa Coffee deal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Get yeah. People love a tough guy with an elbow. It's bullshit. I mean, why is he coming out and doing that in the first place? Like, Millwall fans want to see that. Like, why are you coming out and apologising for? Like, it's just such a weak mentality we have at Millwall at the moment. These players are not physical enough mentally and physically to, to deal with what it's like to play for a club like Millwall. Do you think it's the world we're in now? Look, and I don't, I don't mean that in any disrespectful way. It's just that there are a lot of things nowadays where people go, you know, we can't hurt their feelings. We can't do this, you know. To come out, I mean, Stephen, you're know, when we had, if we go back to the 71, 72 team, Brian King, et cetera, all of those players there, you would never, no one would ever have come out and said the players are lacking in confidence because between that group, they would have turned around and said, take your finger out your ass, you fucking twat. Now fucking yeah. get out there and fucking go through their number nine. Because and that's what, that's it. Times, Mickey, have changed. You're quite right. They've changed. For me, it was always important. You went to Millwall and Jay said it, they'd lose 5 nil. When I was a kid, I used to go there. I'm 72. And they'd be clapped off the pitch. It's always been like that. But, you know, it, I, I just think as well, it's gone so wrong, not from even a football point of view, from a business point of view. Because yeah. I said about SA for 20 million, someone else put in the chat, what was the other guy who went to Southampton? They they got 10 million quid. Eddie Ozzy. Yeah, from Southampton. There's 13 million quid that we've chucked in the river. On yeah. top of that, name one player, one player, in the last 10 years, because I can't think of one, that we actually bought and made a really good profit no. on. <laughs> the only one I can think of is when we, we flogged Morrison to, to Norwich. Or Savile. We were so good at business famous. that Jed Wallace... Went to West Brom for fuck all. Excuse me. Yeah. That's how good we are. So this is why this is why we sell low again. We let players just run the down their contracts. Out of it, if you take the football out of it, which we're struggling with, the business is no good. Some yeah. of the club needs to learn how to buy. You buy and you sell. You buy cheaper than you sell for. And no one, I don't think anyone knows how to do it. Yeah. That's, I've said I mean, that before on here. How? How? I mean. I, I think James Berylson's done a fantastic job since he's come in to take the wing, you know, and he's still learning on the job, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But how much does he know about what he's actually doing? Who knows? Now, is it, no. uh, is it other people in the background that are steering the ship at the moment no. and that are running it how they want? While James Berylson's in the background, maybe picking a few things up. Is that what's going on? Are people starting to take a bit out of the pocket for themselves in regards Aldo approaching Edwards. Would that have happened under the previous regime, God rest him, if um, John Berrison was still in? Would that have happened like that? Well, just give him a good effort when he shows up at the den. And that poor widow, they've never played well in front of her since the passing of John. It's, it's the thing, how, how, how much is he in control of things from a knowledge standpoint where he he can hold people accountable we are, or are other people running things for him and telling him this is, it's like, you know, Richie Rich back in the day, the old movie with the kids on the chair <laughs> and he's got all the people running the, running the business for him. He's like, yeah, that's a good idea. It, uh, have we got something similar going on down at Millwall at the moment? Because I think there is certain parts of the board and certain parts, of, as Steve rightly said, that from a business point of view are outdated and rotten and it needs I changing. Think 
I think what Kane Kane would obviously, I think he's a football coach, as the name gives away. He said, <laughs> you know, people are close, so close-minded. It's not about being close-minded. It's just that I think that you still live with football being that escapism on a Saturday afternoon. And look, you know, I understand why he's apologising because nowadays it's all about image and PR and everything else. It's just uh, back in some of the other... Millwall teams, you wouldn't have necessarily had a player doing that, you know. Um, it just wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't have happened. It would have been, it is what it is. So, yeah. Did, did Ainsworth still... do that when he had that incident with Tony Craig? Yeah. Would you have got that, that off of Ainsworth back then? <laughs> would you have got it off of Jermaine oh. Beckford on uh, Fordy down at Leeds United away? I still yeah, think Tony it, Craig thinks uh, it was probably me what tackled him, not Ainsworth for some reason. <laughs> but, yeah. <you know, laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, look, Frankie's got it again. Frankie keeps nailing on my thingy. We act like a League One club. We are behind on... Everything. We are behind on commercial entities by about 10 years compared to everyone else. And, I, and, and again, I'd probably say that is that we had the wrong people running things. We've got a club shop, what we couldn't run, so we've given it away to an American... Um, company who pretty much is a uh, a print on demand business to a degree, and we're and the shitty it one at that that's getting yeah. ripped. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, yeah. When they're getting ripped here. They're shit. Yeah, from a they're bit, awful. From a business point of view, I don't know where we've ended up with the development. Bermondsey in London is one of the best redevelopment areas in the whole of London. Yep. There's no doubt about it. And I've done a bit of property. I do know. I don't know what happened with renewal. I think that what was their fact? They're name still there. Like? Yeah. Renewal's still there. Jordan's still there. The problem well, what, is at the moment. What are we getting out of that? Well, we're not because we've got the land. We're still waiting on the on the um, lease to be signed because obviously I, it's a short lease. We're knows. waiting for that to be done. I, I we've got all the car what? park and and the coaching. So basically, from where the fence is separating Millwall from Stockholm, that's there all the way up to the end of the community centre. That basically yeah. on on the club footprint is the land. What we're this is get. business. We should have. But it's that. ten years ago. We should have had it. Can't buy it. It's it's owned by Lewisham Council, so that's why we need the lease. So what are Renewal doing there? Renewal don't. Renewal Renewal got out of there through AMS. They got forced out of that part. So they own everything past that fence going the other way and up. Then Lewisham owned the club footprint, the car park, the community side. Hence, Mill will need yeah. an extended lease on there because no one's going to buy a flat what they build when it's only got a 50, 60, 70-year lease. So they need a long lease to be able to rent out, and that's what's going. But obviously, Egan Egan is now mayor at Bristol. Someone could have had the foresight to know this was this is a redevelopment area, and we should have been involved in that. We should have. We refused. We refused it when it was all being done, Stephen. Um, Theo Pafitis and even um, Stuart Till beforehand didn't have the money. So they basically turned down because Dave Sullivan has been looking at this with um, with uh, Malik from uh, I think the first bits were being done around 2004. I think that it might even been earlier than that to 98 before the before the den. Um, what is it after the den move? So yeah, but I mean, if you dig into it deep enough, you can see that this was pretty much an idea when the den was moved. That because what they've done is they found out that when the den moved, they could turn commercial property or commercial land into, into residential, residential and where they built all those new houses. Yeah. And yeah. then over the time, they converted 
the residential back into commercial. And over years, bits, pockets were being swapped back on and back on and back on. Well, we but that's, that's for another show there. But Dan, it, of course I mean, it is. But it's the same as the football, not making yeah, any yeah, money yeah. on the players. It's the same thing. It's a business. Yeah. yeah. That's what no, blows yeah. my mind. It's Barrelson was willing to lose. This was his toy. This was John Barrelson's toy. And I'm he not sure. To... I don't know anything about Ber James Barrelson. You know, I'm not sure how much money I want to keep chucking at it. Exactly. I, no, yes, John was willing to lose money. Who knows? And, and, he did. and he did. Let's, yeah, he did. He's put about over about 100 million into this club. Yeah. So, yeah, let's yeah. go back to the football rather than there. We do another yes. show on that if you want, mate, because I've, I've fucking done so much of it over the last 10 years, mate. I've wasted too much life knowing the ins and outs of a duck's arse on it. So, we can do that <laughs> another time. To be fair, I know more about foot, I know more about the region and renewal in fucking Lewisham and everyone else around it. Then and Dan will back me up. Then uh, my football knowledge. I'd so, like to um, talk to you about so, that. Yeah, no problems, mate. Anytime, anytime. I'll drop you my number on a DM, and then anytime, okay. mate. So yeah. Um, question: Is it that Millwall never plans for the future? Yes. I don't care who wants to come in. Yes. We and we're, and we're seeing it unfold in front of us. That that is the answer. With the contract situation, with no one in behind to replace them, we're, we're seeing it. Um, I think wholeheartedly, yes. Without ever question. They, yeah, ever since they kept Tom Bradshaw after somehow scoring 17 again in his career, after yeah. only doing it at Walsall. Yeah. They, yeah. They, I love the fact he scored 17 goals, but what did he do five years before that? And exactly. what's he done the year after it? Yep. You know, it's I love Murray Wallace. He's been this healthy this year. Yeah, I love Murray Wallace. I love Sean Hutchinson. You know, I, I love these players. They've been good servants for the clubs, Jake Cooper, Jules Savills. There is no plan behind any of these players. You know, we had your Ben Thompsons. We've got your Billy Mitchells at the moment. You know, we, we've had some young players that they just get shipped off because they're easy, as we said earlier, they're easy scapegoats. They're youth players. They've come through. They don't know no different. So it's easy to drop these players out and then we ship them on. There is no plan in place for when Hutchinson, Murray Wallace, Joe Bryan, Tom Bradshaw, um, George Saville, when these players leave, who, who is there? Because there isn't, we've got a couple youth players in Marku, Malakai out on loan. Who else is there? There isn't really. Damn, there, there isn't. Yeah, even even down to the goalkeeper. There, where's where's this progressive goalkeeper? We had we had. I think at the start of the season, I think we had like six, seven goalkeepers on the books at one point, and they're all gone. And we've got Bart and Sarkage again. And it's like. Where's the youth behind them? Where why is there not I mean, a young keeper on the bench? I mean, there was a lot of rumour, wasn't there, that the, the, the only reason that SA was offered a full-time contract was potentially that he, he was looking and being scouted potentially for a Prem club because they've been spotting him through the under under 20 England setup. And then all of a sudden he's on a contract. But I mean, what we need to look at, and I think it's probably what Edwards will end up trying to do is bed some of these youngsters because he said it on the interview with Mayer or Mayor, whatever his name is, yeah. That this is about we're looking at the future. And the trouble is that we realistically we probably need another 20 players like him. Not not in a striking position, that'd be good, but no, not in a strike, but I mean 20 players around 2021 who can play to potentially go forward because right now. The end of this season, 
we're gonna if we don't redo their contract, we've lost five other players on top of those loans. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen, but some there's this um, young talent page on Twitter that comes out, and they posted um, this young 14 year old. He's in the under 14s at Millwall. At the yeah, moment. saw that. Yeah. And, he, and he's been putting the under 16s in England. He's been playing for the under 16s uh, Millwall as well. Now that footage has gone out there, right? He won't sniff the Millwall first team. But Man City will come in and they'll take him and they'll give us a million pounds, you know, into the funds for developing more youth. And he'll go on and he'll get sold to Leeds or to Southampton or to Norwich for 20 million quid. And that will be that. And that will be his only highlight of playing for Millwall because most of the real good talent that comes through this club leaves like that. The ones that do get through are just not good enough to go any further than us. And they Zach, waste away here. What happened to Zach Lovelace? He, he went to Rangers, and, yeah, I, and I, I don't even know what he's doing anymore. I think he got a, I think he got a bad injury at the start. Um, he oh, got a no. couple of games when Clement came in, um, but then I think he did his ACL or something like that. So he's yeah. out for a while. Kevin but if Nugent, we've got Kevin Nugent, might be the answer. Mm, I don't know, chaps. If you listen to chaps, I mean, the show last night, uh, he didn't go into too much, but he did say that. Um, whatever happens, we can't have Nugent near the first team for love nor money. So I don't know what he knows, but he did say that we can't have him near the near the thing. I mean, why is it that we seem to have so many good youngsters, as Andrew Roberts says there, but none of our managers play the youngsters? It takes risk, it takes job security, yeah. and it takes the willingness to admit you were wrong if it was yeah. wrong. And... Joe Edwards is happy to say we stink, but he hasn't said, you know, after 20 minutes, I need to fix something. Gary Rowett sure as hell wasn't going to say he was wrong. But so, that's exactly where it shows that he doesn't understand the club. 100%. Because as fans, if we walked into the stadium today and Mayer's starting on the left and Marku's starting on the right and we've got progressive young players coming into the club and, and starting... And we're seeing it. Boateng drops into midfield, saying, and then we lose to Ipswich, and we lose to Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, we're probably still having the same discussion, but you can see that he's trying to upset the apple cart. He's trying to bring the youth players in to look for maybe next season. He's trying to change it to make something different, but he's not. This this is the problem, and it wasn't just under under um, Edwards. Now it was under Rowett before him. It must have hurt Rowett to the core to give SA any game time because he started the season really well and then he dropped him. Imarku started the season really well. I mean, I went, I was at Norwich away where it was the, one of the worst performances I've ever seen, but Imarku coming on was the only shine light, but he doesn't sniff the first, he doesn't sniff the first 11 after that. That like you hit the nail on the head. It is all about personal image for some of these managers. Yeah. Andrew, I don't think he can call back um, Mitchell. I think Mitchell's there to the end of the season. Yeah. Um, he's he's played too many games. Yeah, I don't think it's, he's It's also very, very unusual to have a clause even outside of a window which allows you to recall a player. Unless I think there's, there might be an emergency clause, but yeah, he ain't going to come back. Is Brad, is, is Bradshaw? Tatanga Bradshaw out. Tatanga yeah, Bradshaw's out of contract. Tatanga was at Spurs when he started a centre-half. Yeah, but if you, I mean... In that game, you had man in a match that everyone kept posting on Twitter and YouTube, yeah, yeah, that Man City game, he was playing right back. Yeah, but question for that. Question on that on that very point. Tandanga, two seasons ago, 
was being touted around as a 15, 16, 17, 20 million pound player. And he was the next best thing and all that. Yeah. And he went to, what, to Italy, I think, didn't he? Or Spain Absolutely. he went to? He was in Germany. Yeah, yep. went to Germany, right? Yep. Right, Germany. He's on He's on a program, what, is on Sky, it's on YouTube. Maybe I'll post a link in a bit. He's on the beginning of that. But the, the question is, how the hell has someone who's gone from there now playing at Millwall? He had a very bad injury injury at Augsburg, apparently. Right. A very bad injury. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the management changed when he left Spurs. Yeah. So when he came to so, so when he went to Augsburg, and 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 was Angie at Spurs obviously didn't want him. Don't blame him. Is, <laughs> that, a quality, is, is that a quality thing? Is it an attitude thing? Because I, I don't see much in well, terms of I've aggression from him times. in the games I, that he's played. I've watched him a few times, and when when we signed him, I thought, "What? My son lives in New York, and he sent me a text. He knew. He said, you're getting to Tanga. I was so excited. Yeah, I thought, same. what a great... I saw him play the Spurs a few times. He was yeah. part of that team. He, and he was good. He looks He looks like he don't want the ball down at Millwall at the moment. We're playing it across the back, and he gives it away, and, and it because comes he, back to him 10 seconds later. He looks like he don't want it. Jay, he's made three mistakes in three matches. That yeah, all come the goals. Yeah. So maybe, again, that's a bit of a confidence thing. Yeah. He kicks the ball I mean, away at the end of the today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the well, thing is with Campbell good. is that uh, I believe, so I've heard to say the club wanted to get rid of him, but no one wanted to take him. And so we were loaded yeah. with him to the end of his loan. Dan, well, you've, you've yeah. heard that as well, haven't you? What's that, sorry, Campbell? Yeah, yeah, Campbell, no one wanted him, so we're stuck with him to the end of the season. Uh, pretty much, yeah. There was a couple of late interest on deadline day, but I don't think that he was very happy with agreements in terms of playing no. time and stuff like that. Well, we'd need someone behind him as well. We'd, we'd need time to replace. Yeah. Not that he does anything, but we, we've, we're short in them areas as well. But why aren't we playing him? That's the thing. Like, how bad actually is he, considering how bad <laughs> we are at the minute and he still can't get exactly. a kick? And he's a good person in training, that, apparently. That's the thing. Because I watched him in Luton's promotion campaign last season. Oh, he was phenomenal. He was a f- and the season he, before that as well. Yeah, drives forward. He's got a goal in him. You know, he's aggressive. He, he fits the profile of what we deem as a mere wall yes. type. I've got, and a friend who's really a I've got a friend who's a Luton fan. He said, you've signed one of our best players. Yeah, they couldn't believe they let him go. They wanted him to they play in the prim. couldn't believe they let him go. It's madness. I just don't get... Like, is Are these players coming here, like Tanganga and Campbell, and, and they've seen how it's done at other clubs that they're at, and they come here and they look around the dressing room, or they look at the management style or the board or, or how the clubs ran and think, why am I here? Like, It's so much okay. better. Over there, you know, is, is that a part of it? Because a lot of these loan players that we get in, uh, that we have these amazing windows and we think, oh, that's a great signing, turn out to be really bad. And that's happened a lot more than it's come good. And the two good ones from a season or so ago, who I think was Callum Stars and Charlie Edwards and Charlie and, and, and Cresswell, yeah, Cresswell. We never got back. Yeah, I would have, I would have snapped Styles up straight away. I think he's yeah, versatile he's for a club with little finances. Mickey, he can play him in four positions. Option, apparently, you know this, Mick. We had an option to buy him, did we not? Yeah, we did. Yeah, but we didn't pay. We, we had so what's the point of negotiating an option? Business again. You've negotiated an option. We don't want to pay that much. Then don't put that that amount of money in the option, yeah. you idiot. But that's that's the problem. Is is that you know if Millwall negotiates an option for two million. Uh, yeah, then basically, we will go. 
we will go, um, we'll offer you a million. Yeah. But then put that in the option contract. When you do an yeah. option, you do a contract. Yeah. So but there, there is also there is also the other side of it is if you negotiate an option for two million and he performs out of this world and suddenly they think he's worth six million, well, you've got an like option what they to did buy with it. like what they did with um Chris Wood. Chris Wood No Styles. Chris Wood will never come in here. Chris Wood um, never come in here. Every time we bid. Every time we bid, he went. He went off and fucking his Leicester, agent got a bid increased. Leicester bid another hundred grand or fifty yeah. grand more. Yeah, he was I, never I, I, here. We were. Used. I said I, I would have snapped Styles up. He, he with so a club that's got little finances, he can play so he many different positions. Like I think, and I thought it wasn't because of performances we didn't try and sign him. It could have been because every time he played, I thought we actually played really, really well. He's a great little player. Um, I thought he was fantastic. A Millwall type player. Yeah, without a doubt. He played yeah. left back, centre, uh, left wing, centre midfield. And he, and he did all of them for us as well. Yeah. We tried but, um, him in all them positions and he gave nine out of 10 every time. I Can I just, think, I'm just going to oh. come in quickly. Um, just going back to today. I know we don't want to keep talking about, it, but we ha- obviously that's why we're here. We have to. Uh, anyone feel, else feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but the first player that seems to have came out and said anything about today on social media is Ida Maki. Now, what does that tell you, the fact that a 20-year-old who's been at the club for a, just over a year is the first person to come out and hold his hands up at what's happened today? What What does that tell you? What's it, going on with the rest of the squad? Dan, it doesn't surprise me because he was the only one who he, he actually come the furthest towards Coldblow Lane at the end of the game as well. And he walked over, and a lot of fans were giving him a load of shit. Um, and and he took it, and you know he held, he was throwing his arms around. But but he was one of the last players off, one of the first players over. It doesn't surprise me from his attitude standpoint, but from a senior standpoint, yes, yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, Absolutely that's what I mean. I, I I completely agree. I, I'm not surprised that that Idemai Maku's done something like that. But why? Where are the senior players? Where are the yeah. leaders in this squad? Where are the characters in this squad? Where are they? They have none. Well, we don't well, have any. Well, you talk with leaders. So, so you mentioned leaders then, Dan. Right. So I don't think Jake Cook was a captain at all. He's if not. anything, He's... I think it holds him down. So if we, if if you're the manager, right, you take that armband off him. Who'd you give it to? Fleming. I. I probably would say Fleming, to be honest, yeah. yeah that, and and that, that's probably who I would give it to. Or maybe if Bielkowski was back in goal, I'd probably give yeah. it to Bart and just keep everyone away from it because it, that captain's armband seems to be a real burden on Cooper and, and it's weighing him down. Do you know what? I think I've, it's come in the comments here. I mean, obviously, there's a tongue-in-cheek one. Amaku getting his PR ready for Atletico Madrid. I wouldn't blame him if he went, but Bailey sits there and says... It tells you his PR team felt the most comfortable posting today. I find I'm it hard not, to be I'm motivated. Not, I know there's. I, I think that's purely him. I think that's purely him. I think there is a lot of PR involved, but he doesn't seem to be someone distracted like that. He no. seems to have his head really screwed on. You can yeah. say no. I agree. To the PR team. He could have. I think a PR team managed so many players. So I think they do, but he would have had to have been, you know, look. For, on the forefront of, yeah, we need to get that out. But we know, you know that Denor come out and said it, didn't he? But we know that Denor's social media is all completely run by his, yeah. his what agent. Did he, what did he say, Denor? He, no, he come out a while ago because fans kept, you know, retweeting stuff because he was coming out after every, every game saying something. And then oh. it come out that he was interviewed with, I think, Kiro, South London, or, or Richard Cowley. Richard Cawley, yeah. Richard yeah, Cawley. He and he said, like, you know, um, I don't actually run the social media account. That's my agent. They employ someone. 
Um, well, I, I said earlier that um, while we're on the same subjects, that leading up to today's game, the only post I see was from Zian yeah, Fleming yeah. Uh, with a, a picture of everyone in the huddle, his shirt on show, saying, look, this is a big game. We need everybody. We need to govern. Trying to G people up. I don't see it from anybody else. There's no... I want to see some outrage for what's going on. I want not necessarily apologies, but accountability. I need to start seeing it, or we need to start seeing... G and the fans up. Fleming tried a couple times during the game. G the yep. fans up. They got a corner Sheffield Wednesday today, and their number forty-one was up there throwing his arms up in the air at the Sheffield Wednesday fans. Come on, get behind us. We don't give ourselves anything to look forward to the game, and during the game, the players don't give us nothing either. So, uh, Big E, by the way, what you what you put there, I'm not to put out what you put there um, is complete bullshit by all accounts. Uh, it's just a no account, just causing shit to agree um, what come out last night. So, yeah. So, I suppose the question to you is, we've got Southampton at the weekend. How many fucked. are they going to score? We're right. so fucked. I think what, that's the question. <laughs> so, I mean, normally we go, okay, predictions, all this. But realistically, how how many goals is it going to take for the board to get rid of Joe Edwards? Uh, is it going to be like that Fulham? The, the last time I haven't watched a, a Millwall match, Consciously was the last year Mitrovic and Fulham whooped our ass seven nil. I think that's kind of the bar. When did we lose seven nil to Fulham? Six nil. Six, six nil. nil. Sorry, six I, felt, nil, yeah. I didn't watch. I can tell you because I knew it was coming. But we weren't actually that bad. I'll that's tell you what we've all got to do. We've got to think back two weeks ago. We've got to have a bit of faith, and we've got to be a bit optimistic, and we've got to remember that Huddersfield was three one up there with about ten minutes to go. That's true. And Bristol City beat them. Yeah, but do you want to know how they did it? They did it by going there, and their game plan was to actually attack and try and play football, not <laughs> sit back and try and defend. If you sit back and try and defend against Southampton, they will pick you off because that's what teams have tried to do to them all season. They're not actually that good defensively. Take the game to them a little bit, and they'll shit yeah. it, and you get a chance. If, if we go up there, if we go up there with a five-two-three again, we're going to get beat four-five-nil. I agree. And and it won't be pretty. It won't be a tryhard four five nil. It will be after twenty minutes. Like yeah, after twenty minutes, you know, we look pretty good, and and then the floodgates will open, and they'll open embarrassingly. Two games after that, I think is Watford, isn't it? And then and and then I think Birmingham at some point. Birmingham and West Brom. And 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 realistically, how many points do you see? Do you see us getting from them games? Only tw- eleven or twelve, and I think so. I, even if we was playing well, right? I think most of us would probably write the Southampton game off as a, probably yeah. we're not going to get anything up there. Yeah. Um, oh, understandably, it's again coming back to the manner of the way we lose we lose games. But picture the scene: all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I think Edwards, if he 
doesn't go tonight, which I don't think he's going to go at all. I don't, if it's half past 10 weekend. and he hasn't gone, I don't think exactly. he's going Exactly. I don't think he'll go after Southampton either because he ain't going. They're, they're not going to do it. And, and I'll agree with you, mate. I don't think he's going at all. But if if we do continue to get pumped 3 4 5 nil, and the performances do continue, and with the games we've got coming up, I don't see us getting anything at all. And I think we are down. Yeah. Right. Anyway, gents, I'm I'm going to drop off. Enjoy it tonight. Uh, no worries, mate. Rest of it. I'll listen back to the rest of it. See. Thank you, everyone, for listening Speak in. See you all soon. See you later. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know what the outcome's going to be. I don't know what what the I don't know what the solution is. I don't. We can see the problem, um, but the problem is that unfortunately nowadays clubs won't address problems because it will create problems so what they don't want to do is come out with a statement of going we're not going to be getting rid of joe edwards in case it suddenly creates a knock-on effect i.e the fans go absolutely fucking garrity and storm the pitch or fucking storm the car park whatever They, they won't do it you know that's why they put out these tweets every week of going you know, we're supportful of everyone and all of this sort of shit. So it goes on every week, you know, hate, you know, yeah. love, not hate and all this sort of stuff, because that's what they do. And that's the way that the football world has moved as a whole, where football now is all about money. It's It's yeah. got nothing, nothing, nothing else. The bit where, you know, I mean, Paul on Twitter says, you know, we're not going to beat Southampton. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a heavy defeat. I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. But the thing is, is that fans turned nasty today. And some of those prima donna or some of those fans, some of those players there will not like that. No. They they will not like getting abused when they were booed, when they were um, given shit on the way of leaving, you know, coming off the pitch. That will get to some of them. And that's what they need to know. Danny Max heard it. Danny Max had it. You know, we've had Premiership players come to the ground. Ben, you know, Ben Chibwell with Leicester, who fucking shit himself and wouldn't take a throw in. They know what's coming. Yeah, they. If I suppose the message to the players is is this, right? You can be as much of a spineless, coward, gutless cunt you want, but we will only take it. For so long. Yeah. And then it will turn. And once it's turned, fucking good luck to you. Because there becomes a problem. Yeah. And that's the bit what is a very fine balance what the club needs to manage. Because if the players can't be asked to go out there on 10, 15, 20 grand a week, what some of them are on, what majority of them are on, not necessarily the ones that come up through the academy. I think a lot of those are on a lesser, a lesser wage. But that's the problem our players have. There is no good old-fashioned play for the club. You know, Brad, you know, Black Bradshaw, Fleming, Saville, everyone can come out going, you know, I love the badge, I love this, I love that, blah, blah, blah. I love the club, blah, blah, blah. But there's a difference between loving the club Getting it. and loving the club. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell me you love the club, but if you're not performing on that pitch, 
you don't love the club because nope. if you did, you wouldn't be where we are now. We'd be fucking out of this relegation. We'd be nicking a win. We wouldn't have let the worst team. People have commented on it, right? One, you wouldn't let the worst team in the league score two against us easily. Yeah. And then when they did, you would have made sure that you scored two more than them. And then the fact now that they beat us 2 0 and all their fans had given us fucking shit because of you fucking no good cunts on the pitch. And then their media teams and other people up there are writing stories going, Millwall's probably the worst team we've played all season. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The players on paper are not the worst team realistically on paper. I mean, fuck's sake, we moan about the keeper, but he's in the top five for keeping clean sheets. Clean sheets, yeah. So we're not that fucking shit. It's just that we just, our heads go down. So to me, fucking the ones what are fucking got issues and, and can't seem to cope, get them out and put some of the youth in. Because at least with them, do you know what? If we fielded, Three or four of those from the under twenty three team, I guarantee you the fans would back them one hundred percent because and those kids and those kids would run through that brick wall because yeah. they've yeah. been given their yeah. opportunity. But that, that's what I said earlier. Even if the result was the same thing today, if he would have started players like Maya and Emaku and some of the youngsters, we could see that it wouldn't be for the want of trying, and that's the problem. But we used to go through a period where one season or a couple of years back, we we could score goals, but we couldn't keep them out. Last season, we kept them out. I'm sorry, we scored goals, but we couldn't keep them out last season. It just wasn't enough. This season, it appears to be both. We're not keeping them out and we're not scoring goals. But the problems are goals. everywhere. Jay, we're not even making chances. No, and this is it. With the, the problems are everywhere. It's not one specific thing. Yeah. Ed, Edwards keeps talking about the defensive areas, which they are, because Sheffield Wednesday didn't score them goals today. We gave them to them. Yeah. Same, yeah. same with Ipswich. We, we gave them them goals. They didn't score... You know, through brilliant play, it's not nothing to do with styles of play. It's, it's our own undoing. So we're giving them goals, and we're not create like Steve just said. We don't even create at home. No, I we think we had two team. shots today on target. Yeah. It's abysmal. So yeah. if we've got all these problems in every area of the pitch, how do we expect him to fix it? No, because totally it isn't. It's and not you, isolated. No, that's it. And I mean, I mean, and. You say insane talk about starting people with no experience. Well, that those under twenty threes what have got no experience won the league last year. They also seem to understand how to play football, modern football. And yet we've got of the cup, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Against Chelsea next, and yet we've got players who allegedly are fully experienced players, professionals, who don't really seem to want to be on a pitch. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes playing someone like that is the is, is for the best. They've got no fear. They've got no fear. They don't feel no pressure. They go straight out there and, and they're playing football. They, you know, they haven't got the weight of the world on their shoulders. If anything, they're, they're buzzing. No, that's it. That's it. I mean, I, I want to... We've gone on for a bit and I wanted to get to some of these starred ones I've, I've highlighted. Um... Can you, you know, you can explain the weird substitutions, but we've got a manager who hasn't managed a men's team before or been in a competitive league. Do you think that possibly has has uh, has a point here? 
Yeah, I do to some extent. Yeah. I think we'd be naive not to think that he, he hasn't managed a club before. To think that that hasn't had an effect, I think would be naive. I definitely do. Um, but he's been around top clubs with top players and he's coached at the highest level. That should... And he's won the Champions extent, League. And he's won the Champions League. As part of the... You know, the and he's been kept on, but he's been kept on by these managers as well as part of them coaching staffs. You know, so they yeah. must see something about him. So I think that, to some point, levels the playing field with the fact that he hasn't managed a men's club before. He's got. He's been. He was talking about his coach since he was fourteen years old. So I, I, think, I, I think Thomas Tuchel, Tuchel kept him on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Tuchel did, and, and and Jose did as well when, yeah. when Jose was there. So yeah. I think, to some extent, yeah, without a doubt, but to. To say, he's got all the coaching experience in the world that that will level the playing field for me. So I don't think too much. Do we no, think I he's haven't. figured out his coaching identity? Like, does does he know what kind of coach he wants to be? Because this screams of he gets fired, goes to some other club at a similar level, and he figures out something that was not working at Millwall just between him. You some play, some something. people are good coaches and, and not yeah. and not good at running the team. You know, exactly. some some people were better players than they were managers. You know, yeah. your Lampards is that, and is that the problem that he's a coach and he's not actually a manager? So he's not running everything. We don't know. There's other people running that. Maybe his focus his man, is the coaching. Maybe his man management is not as good. Yeah, you know, as you just said, he yeah. might be the best coach in the world, and maybe the people like Thomas Tuchel and Jose. I think he was with. He worked with Conte a bit as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but I think we gave, team, you know. But I think we gave him the head coach title be, for that reason because mm. he's been a coach, because mm. he hasn't managed a club before. So sticking what he's good at coaching, let everyone else do the rest. Is that a problem that other people upstairs are doing the other jobs? Well, um, we maybe. There's a bit here where we come on to that on one of these bits what I've highlighted. So the next one there is if we sack Edwards, who will get it? Again, we spoke about that. The, the, you know, there isn't really anyone who jumps to our mind to go, oh, him, because most of them are gone. And you can't have Garrett, you can't have um, Neil Warnock now because obviously he's in Aberdeen. Uh, Carl says, you know, if we sack Joe Edwards, who will we get? Again, we don't know. I want Joe Edwards to succeed, but he needs his own players. And I said a while ago when he was, when he was given the position, that realistically, he needs to be given two or four transfer windows yeah, before we can really judge him. Yeah. So well, we did the yeah. same with Rowett. I think we only just got Rowett's team last year. Yeah, people yeah, were yeah. saying, you know, he needed. So I think last this season, even up to this season, was right. This is Rowett's team now. Yeah, and and well, then he was judged. Apart so, from, and, uh, apart from yeah. the six players who Harris signed, so yeah, yeah who Harris signed, yeah, but <laughs> we we still had to give Rowett that amount of time. So yeah, off, yeah. I totally agree with you, mate. I think at least two seasons worth. So what's that? Four transfer windows. I mean, to get his own browsing. Yeah, I mean, but this what is kind of transfer windows are going to be if God forbid we get relegated. Or we don't have any money. Well, yeah, we're come to that. that. That's 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 a question on here. What we're we're come to in a bit on that. I mean, Sam T raises a good point again. Where you know he said it on his on, on his press conference, and the one we listened to on the BBC, he said it. You know, the players have had a meeting on their own. Well, I'm sorry, but you as the manager should never ever have allowed that to happen because that's when people end up planning and plotting to fuck you yeah. off. One hundred percent. As soon as you knew that meeting was going to be taking place, you should have gone in that fucking room and gone. And we know the players are fucking close because a, a player took, you know, took a load of them out to a basketball game the other week. 
And about yeah, 15, yeah, about 15 of the team turn up. So it shows okay. the team is close. But I yeah, don't think it's an issue with the manager at all. I don't, yeah, I, I don't the problem the problem is is that if he if if he doesn't see that that's a slight problem mm. that's a concern to me but we'll, we'll see so no yeah. I totally agree with you so Chris from chap said uh suggested Alex oh, Neil to come yeah. in think yeah, it's a decent shout as a trans as a transition yeah, manager yeah. or maybe Michael Duff both experienced at this level yeah question there for you and again we're coming up to the final bit so yeah do you think we need a proper director of football who has played someone for instance like i don't know harry redknapp or someone a lot someone around that sort of age that 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 much experience i'm going to throw in some wild ones here not not because we're never going to have them but jose Mourinho, harry redknapp people like that people who have a black book you know it's all right saying aldo's got a black book but fuck me you know yeah, I've got a black book, but you know it doesn't. Uh, make that's any... just his shopping list, though, Mick. Isn't it? That's the that's the problem. But I, I, I think one hundred percent. I think one hundred percent we do. Didn't we have? Who was the guy? He was the manager of Reading. Didn't he move into that role for for clubs? And wasn't he here for a while? You know, he got Reading promoted to the Premier League, and he. Oh, you're on about Steve? Yeah, he was. Well, no, he was an advisor to Neil Harris. Steve Coppel, you're on about. Yeah. Steve Coppel, that's it. Yep. It's some someone like that. Mm. Someone like that to move him into a director role. I, I, I 100% win him. Or director. even an advisor to him, but, just yeah. to give him a little bit of advice. Well, who has, Ed, who has Edwards got to bounce off on, on, on the sidelines? He's got what? Byers, who's in the same mm. position as him, yeah. lesser than yeah. him, but, and he's got yeah. Barrett. Like, yeah. There isn't anyone that has got that senior mind that he can bounce off. There's no one upstairs for him to do it with. And there's no one. Why don't he just bring his mate in? I mean, I know he says that he speaks to Frank and all that, but I'd fucking bring Frank in, put him in the director's, in the director's box on a, with a, you know, an earpiece and go, right, coming in and let Frank fucking, who's going to make that offer though. That's, that's a James Barrelson offer that has to come in though. And is James Barrelson the one that's called in the shots in this type of scenario? I don't know. Because he's James Berylson in the transitional period himself. I think probably. I mean, you know, there was a question on there about, you know, has he got the money and all that. James Berylson does not own the club. John Berylson did not own the club. Chestnut Hill Ventures owns the club. So they're the major majority shareholders. So, you know, when JB, JB, you know, sadly passed, he went, the the club was all owned by Chestnut Hill. So, you know, Save the club Chibble. during the so, summer. So they would have so been screwed if it was just individual. Yeah, if trusts. it was another way around, yeah, but oh, it wasn't. So, so we were there. So that that's fine. But again, it's I, I personally, I think James wants to know more business about how the clubs run, and I think JB was more led with his heart, and he he wanted to create um, friendship and, and understand things. Um, and I think his boy is more business related rather than 100%. the the emotional side of football, personally. But again, I don't know. I've not I've not uh, had much dealings with James at all, so yeah, I, I don't know. Only uh, a only nice guy who loves his father, cares yeah, about yeah. soccer, but not as much. That's the one no, thing I've heard from the American like, you, you look slightly like him as well. Yeah, do actually. <laughs> all right. Well, well, where's my checkbook? <laughs> That's what I need. I'll bring in some transfers. <laughs> I, the Chicago Fire's 19-year-old keepers on the U.S. under-21 team, 
going to be at the Olympics knows about Millwall because of me. So you know what? Throw me on the <laughs> throw me on the pay. We couldn't I'm afford gonna... him already. I don't no, even know how no, 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 much he costs, but we can't million afford him. at Chelsea. He's, we're, we're totally done. Pretty pretty sure it would have been Bob Pearson that brought George Graham in. Uh, that's who what we miss. Yeah, we don't have a George. Uh, we don't have a Bob Pearson type person yeah, now. So. It's bollocks. Rout used the players. Edwards can't use the players, even though he is allegedly a better coach. If he is good enough, then he can coach them. Um, I totally agree. I think potentially that they've been led down a highly defensive route with Rowett and so over the last two years and to suddenly convert someone to playing from the front, playing from the back and bringing the balls out. Uh, uh, it's hard to get that routine out of players, I yeah. think, possibly. Yeah. Um, we have never built for the future, only for the now. And boy, it's costing us now. Absolutely Great. correct. Our players are weak. I think that's fair enough. Both, Not both physically and mentally, in my opinion. Yep. Here's a question for the panel then. Honest question. If we go down, are we bouncing back up next year? Not a chance. No, there's so much. Uh, someone money in someone said one. it earlier. That League One, that that is that was the yeah, championship ten years there, ago. It's big clubs in there there's with big money. money. Yeah, that can't get out. I mean, I think it took Sheffield Wednesday three or four seasons, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's a you know, all fairness, that's a big club, Sheffield Wednesday. We said the same yeah. last time we went down to League One, and it weren't as strong as it was as it is well, now. Was, was and we took us half a yeah, it took us half a half a decade to get out of it. Yes, um, I, I don't think we would add all the money's too different. We, the, the, some I mean, of the clubs in that in that league have got a lot of money, and like the players, not only that we're losing on free transfers and the loans, the players we would have to sell yes. just to make just to make finances meet, and for who wouldn't want to be here and who are better than League yeah. One level, we would end up with twenty three new players in League yeah. One. Yeah. It just yeah. wouldn't happen overnight. I think no. we'd end up having to bite the dust for a couple of years. Personally. I mean, Connor's put on the other on the other chat, which I'll run through those in a set. But he's put, yes, we would rip up League One. No, we wouldn't. No, we would. Not a we wouldn't rip up League. We'd one be lucky to stay up in League One. To be honest, <laughs> See, we, we could, we could spiral. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, we yeah, could yeah, yeah. really spiral out of control if if, if we go. A lot of clubs, a lot of clubs that have gone down. What you said, Jay, that word have spiraled out of control. And there's yeah, never Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah, Sheffield Wednesday, Bradford, big clubs, Bradford, Barnsley. Barnsley. I mean, Carlisle were, I think, in the Premiership. Yeah. Well, Charlton, yeah, yeah, Wigan. You know, there's, there's there's massive clubs, massive clubs in League One. Oh, it, it, it was the Championship ten years ago. League One is now. Yeah, that's it. Um, five out contract to Hutch, Leonard, Savile, Bart, and Wallace, and also Bradshaw. So that's six players out of contract at the end of the year. Um, Keane always comes up with some coaching stuff. He says, as a manager, you don't want to play young players so much because they're usually they're not usually given time to develop them because they need players for now, not the future, because they're not guaranteed title, because the manager isn't guaranteed the time. Yeah, that, that's half the problem. There is no time in football anymore. It's, you, you lose seven on the bounce. Edward's run now is enough to get any manager in any league sacked at the moment. Yeah, 100%. Last time like years ago. No, that's it. Last time we trusted our youth was 9901, and look what happened then. That was yeah, fine. that was a riot. Um, question As fans, would we take relegation if JE plays the youngsters now? 
to see who's good enough for League One instead of going down with the shit that's playing now. To be to be honest with you, I would rather have the youngsters in this final fight, and and I'll come on to it at, at the end. I'm going to have a rant at the end, but personally, right now, I wouldn't trust us if we ended up in that bottom three. I wouldn't trust this current team to get us out of it. Not a chance in hell. We, we've 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 lost something. I, I see the stat the other day that we lead the league in most points lost from winning positions. Yeah. Twenty four we points. We, I think twenty four points. Twenty four points from from winning positions. Points. We've lost. That puts us eighth in the league. Yeah, and we haven't so, come back since last. And year. we have exactly that Blackburn game. The team should have been gutted the very next day. The very 100%. next, uh, it should have been gutted then because this is a loser mentality. This team is not mentally equipped to deal with that situation. We wasn't at Blackburn, clearly. We haven't been this season 24 points from winning positions lost. If we find ourselves in the bottom three on Saturday, there is zero hope we get out of it. It's just not going to happen. We are top four with Ipswich in clean sheets in the league. <laughs> and that's the worrying bit. Let's that's get through. It's ridiculous. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, yeah. That's yeah, absolutely yeah. mental. Has anyone ever gone down with that sort of statistic? I'd love to know that. I don't know. But that is mental. Sit on Millwall. No, that's it. So, yeah. Um, I like a bit of a thing to say. I think we're very dependent on Sean Hutchinson, however old he is. When he came back for that one of those one or two games, he was commanding. He was good. And I He's a leader. A it, I think a lot of it, Jay, depends on him maybe coming back. I think you're right because, like I said earlier, when he plays with Cooper, Cooper's a completely different player. Different centre half. Yeah, big without a doubt. And, I, and Hutchinson is a natural leader. He's the club He's captain. He's a talker. Hutchinson's yeah. a talker. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we've so been was Chris- so much better off. Oh, so was Cresswell. Yeah, he was. Chriswell, yeah. Yeah, he was. You know, yeah. he didn't let people have it. You know, it seems Chriswell if- would be captain at this club quite Chriswell easily. Was smiling if when it- they were giving him shit when he came back. He, he, he would be. You look at Cresswell, he's probably our most ever committed lone player we've ever had. Look at yeah, the injuries he got, the damage to his face, and yet <laughs> he was alone. And he just fucking went out week in, week out, and oh, got himself Blackburn, done. He came on with a microphone and made a speech. Yeah. yeah. Do and do you know what? We probably don't lose that game against Blackburn if he plays. Probably not. Because we're probably shored up a bit probably in defence, but... No, that's it. it it's it, it, it's I don't it's know where zero we go. Chance we go. No, I don't think we. I, I, it's difficult to get for you. Charlton's been stuck there for years, and you know their fans will think they're bigger than us. So yeah. Um, where is it? The Berylsons can't just throw millions at problems. We have because we must be close to fourth FFP now and don't know when we can start splashing. Yeah, the, the COVID's done us in there on that one. I get that. But what we need is we need a new sponsor rather than having to take our old one to court. Again, it's gone quiet. We don't know what's happening there. We need this region, this situation sorted so we can start building and have money coming back into the club. And also, we need to build a training ground because if we build the training ground and then we've got people playing, then we're going to be monitoring these youngsters and being able to get these youngsters and bring them through a, a situation because once that training ground's built, all the offices at the den will end up going to the training ground and then we can have more hospitality stuff there and make more money. 
And then that more money will make us more money, which means that then we can spend. Because I mean, I went on, I went on a talk sport um, championship show this week, and I said the problem we've got is that unlike any other team, you know, like if you look at Southampton or you look at you know not even Southampton, but look at some of the other teams, they can spend ten, five, ten, fifteen, twenty million pound on a player. Yeah. We will not spend five, ten million pound on a player as long as I'm alive. And I honestly believe that we will never, ever do that. Yeah, and why are we buying players like Nesbitt with, you know, like Nesbitt with serious knee injuries yep. and the risks and Sarkic and people like that for fairly big money. I mean, the rumours are we paid a million and a half pound for Sarkic. That's fucking terrifying. Well, I got he, and he's injury prone as well. We, we seem to always go after these guys that have, have hardly ever played or in or injury prone. Like you, and exactly that's the reason why because they're cheap. We it's, we we're not thinking about football. Sometimes you have to just go. I'm going to take a loss here because we we could really do something here. We just mm. it's it's the easy thing. It's for someone said it earlier. It's for the now. But there's zero mm. plan for the future. And unfortunately, if we go down to League One. We'd have to think for the future. Hey, I keep going on about business, about business decisions. I know as Millwall fans, last year, we didn't want um, Sam Fleming to go. But if you mm, think, if we were offered that 12 million quid, uh, and that's hindsight, we probably, from a business point of view, should have grabbed the 12 million quid. Yeah. We might I have mean, ended up with nine or something. I don't know what it... But they could have gone out and spent maybe three or four million bought in two or three good players. That yep. was a business mistake again. Yep. What players did we get in the summer? Um, Casper. Casper, yeah. Denore, yeah. Yeah, Sarkic. Sar- Sar- yeah, Sarkic. I don't think we were ever thinking. But last season was the season we could have gone up. Last season was, was the season, yeah. if anything was there so yeah Blackburn is where we saw what the players uh, we saw the mentality of the players yeah. from the Blackpool Blackburn game it was if someone walked around the dressing room at half time and said here's 150 grand boys just don't run around when you go back out I mean Stephen says unfortunately being part of me always is something you wake up to being really excited about at the moment it's a grind yes absolutely the team after Blackpool went out on the piss and posted it all over Instagram. Says it all. Absolutely. So that, that, that quote you just picked up from Stephen there, I'm just looking at it written out. That's that's what Edward said in his interview. Edwards actually said, unfortunately, being part of Millwall isn't something you wake up to, being really excited about at the moment. It's a grind. That's what Joe Edwards has said in his interview. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, I'm just oh, reading yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it says Stephen's just come on now and said on the Millwall TV interview, not merely, not really the message that should be put out for me. That's, 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 that's ridiculous. That's just pathetic. Behind a paywall, nonetheless, is even better. Can't even get oh, yeah, that for yeah. free as a fan. Get no, that's it. And now, our French boy, mate, who's over in the UK today, moaning because I'm behind on the comments. No, because I went to the other side. But I'm catching them up. So yeah. So look, we're going to get towards the end of this. So as as I normally do with my normal panel, and obviously today I've got panel who I've never seen. Well, Joe, I've seen before, but I've never really seen before. Um, Jay, any final words, mate? You want to say? Um, I think we've covered it. Just look, thanks for having me on, and that look, everybody, just keep 
keep your heads together. Look, we, trust, we, trust the process. We, we, trust the process. Oh, <laughs> we've we've been through we've been through it before. You know, we've been up and down, but we're we're a proper fan built club, and just everyone sit together. Keep the comments nice. Subscribe to the channel, obviously, and uh, I'll catch oh, you on Jay's, the next one. Jay, Jay's coming back, mate. Jay's setting himself yeah. up for future. <laughs> he's, he's coming back. Um, Stephen, you've you've transitioned from the spaces onto um, the actual pod. Um, what would you What would you like to say? Any final words you want, mate? Well, thank you for having me on. It's You're always been, welcome, fella. It's been great to listen to you. Um, as a Millwall fan, I've dealt with this before, like we all have. Unfortunately, we've had more miserable days than, than good days. Um, I've got a lot of faith that we might just make it. We might scrape out of this. Um, and I kind of agree with Jake said. We, we, you know, we've got to um, kind of... The whole club's got to stick together. We know it needs changes. It's not going to change from here. But I think, actually, and you said this a little bit earlier. I think you said it, Mickey. We've got good enough players to stay up. We are not probably the third worst team. I'm not, yeah. thinking, I'm not going to go into it. Some displays that have been really good. Just go back to the first game of the season against Middlesbrough. Yep. They're the same players. In fact, they're probably a little bit better. I think a lot of it depends on Hutch coming back. I think it make a huge difference. Um, but I think we might just scrape in there and hopefully be all right. Have faith, everyone. That's it. Joe, what you got to say, fella? I just realised that Millwall played so poorly today that we can't even laugh at Ashley Fletcher for getting sent yeah. off. That was amazing. Yeah, that was another. I, thing, just, yeah. I just was looking back. Uh, if I may, is is uh, outsider uh, Stephen? I've been hearing you on the chats for a long time, and you bring me joy like no other. When I hear you get on those calls, you bring the truth, and it is really appreciated. Uh, I am truly terrified of this relegation battle. I'm excited to sit through it with all of you. Uh, if Wes Harding plays at all, uh, I'm going to kill somebody. Uh, <laughs> Please no one mentioned him tonight. There's something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Well, why isn't he Ronaldo uh, doing his Ronaldo? Where did that go? Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited about this team. I'm terrified about this team. I, I really think if they can stay up, think about it. if they can turn the narrative to staying up this year there is a real potential to build something great next year. And I would love to see the players build on that because some of these young guys, I, I love watching Amaku play when he's healthy. I really enjoy watching Zion, even though he's got to go in the summer if they want to make money. So uh, I wish him, I'm wishing everyone the best. I don't like day drinking, but it's been one of those days because of this performance. Yeah, but, it's still midday at your place, isn't it? It's what is it now? Oh, five oh five p.m. It's five o'clock somewhere, Joe. That's the thing. That's it, that's we it. just got it, and j- no. truly, you? thank you for Where having me. Love you. Where I'm in Chicago. Chicago. But Stephen, your son's in New York. My sister lives there. Give me a call anytime. We'll do. Right. I, I, my, my final bit is this. Really, I mean, I've read out the. So Paul Chewy Louie uh, has posted the words from Edward's interview as such, and it says, unfortunately, being part of Mill isn't something you wake up to. Being really excited about at the moment, it's a grind. That was Joe Edwards. My thing to you is this. Last season, we played Blackburn, and we were 3-0 up at half time. 3-1. 3-1 up at half time. We then lost that game 4-3. And then 
events happened over that period that that become the last game our chairman ever watched. And you players, before you come onto this pitch in August, had all of that. You come out with all your bullshit about we're not going to let John's legacy down and do all of this and do all of that. Right now, I think you're all fucking hypocrites because you played that game and lost when our chairman was there. And then our chairman sadly passed. And now you're not really building his legacy. You're trashing his legacy. So it's on you. Yeah. We get behind you when you start showing us that you've got a bit of bollocks. And if you show us you've got a bit of bollocks, then the fan base will back you. But until that, you will get dog shit abuse week in, week out, until you start showing us that wearing that badge is keeping John's legacy alive. Certain people in the club are keeping his legacy alive with the side and and other things coming. But right now, he's just fucking embarrassing his legacy. And if I'm honest, if you don't want to play for us, fuck off. Because... That's that. Do you know what I mean? Really, just fuck off, leave us alone, and let someone else come in and keep John's legacy alive because you are fucking gutless, spineless cunts. And with that, speak to you later. (laughs) The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.